tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. Every decision on trade, on taxes, on immigration, on foreign affairs will be made to benefit American workers and American families. We must protect our borders from the ravages of other countries making our products, stealing our companies, and destroying our jobs. Protection will lead to great prosperity and strength. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. I am your voice. So to every parent, who dreams for their child, and every child who dreams for their future. I say these words to you tonight. I am with you, I will fight for you, and I will win for you. To all Americans tonight, in all of our cities, and in all of our towns, I make this promise. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you and good night. I love you.
are entering the Rory Sauter Show, home of America's Man of the Hour and home of America's Biggest Trump Supporters. Climb aboard and buckle up your seatbelt because this is a wild ride. Nothing but unfiltered talk and the hardcore truth. Mega, mega, mega.
everybody. This is Rory Sauter. Thank you for listening to the Rory Sauter Show. It's great to be with you. Happy Tuesday. Uh, we had a great show last night. Um, we have a fantastic, I mean fantastic show this evening uh, for all of you. We have the famous, the greatest, the America's toughest sheriff, Joe the Money Man Arpaio. I mean, this guy is a legend. This guy's done everything in his life. There's nothing he hasn't done. I mean, this guy's resume is a, is a novel of brilliance and genius and amazing accomplishments. Um, so we are very excited to be talking to him. He'll be calling in um, in about 10 minutes, and uh, we will have him for quite some time. Lots of questions to ask him. We got a uh, a lot going on in the media. Um, you know, as you know, President Trump assigned military members to the border wall today until it's actually built, so it's properly guarded in the meantime, which I think is absolutely fantastic. Um, and uh, you know it's uh, it's you know it's great. I mean, we, this this is drawing the line. This is what Trump, you know, was put in office to do. The border wall's not built. Very simple. We'll have military down there till it is built, so nobody crosses. I I love it. I mean, I mean, this is great. This is a great idea. This is brilliant. This is awesome. Um, we have a lot of uh, oh my god, we got four people on the line right now. I need to take these calls. Let's see. Um, first caller. Who am I speaking with? Thank you for calling the Rory Sauter Show. Thank you for calling the Rory Sauter Show. Who's on the line? Gianni from hey, New York. Gianni. What's going on, brother? What's going on, man? Glad to be here today. Excellent, man. Taking the next call. Stay on. Steve Emery, Bikers for Hello. Trump. How are you, Rory? Uh, Bike, Steve Emery, Bikers for Trump. Always great to have you on. Keeping you on. Going to get the next call real quick. God, I love this. I love this, man. We can have as many people on the phone as we want, man. It's so convenient. It's awesome. Um, thank you for calling the Rory Sauter Show. What's going on? Who am I speaking with? Mike Zolo? Hey, what's up, bro? Mike Zolo. Mike Zolo, our, our, our co-host, man. We love Mike Zolo. What's going on, buddy? How's your day going? Um, oh, man, I'm good, man. A lot going on. I am so happy with Trump today, man. I was basically clapping I am too, man. the house. <laughs> you know the how wall's my president not built? that is? <clears throat> That's my the president. The wall's not built. Very simple solution. You put armed military guards at that, at that border, and nobody's going nobody's gonna to cross. Because if they do, they're going to get blown away. It's very simple. <laughs> well, well, let me explain you that. Let me tell you this. So all those people, people like Ann Coulter, who said Trump was ignoring us and betraying us, kiss my ass. Donald Trump heard us. Heard us. Yep. He was not ignoring yep. us. He was planning to do yep. this the whole time. He took action. Exactly. He didn't just use words. He took action, yep. and he is sending the military to the border to uh, to the to stop this invasion of this caravan of mass illegal aliens and illegal immigration in general so it's just a great thing 
Trump just proved today, as he always does, that he stands with his base, his supporters, and America, not the globalist elites. So and you know so what happy. he did yeah. in the process? You know what he did in the process? He, I, he did this on purpose, I guarantee you. He exposed all the rhinos in, in the Senate, in the House. He exposed them all. He, he showed the people what the problem is. He does it every oh, time. To- totally. Not only that, he just called Congress out a couple hours ago. He said, Congress better get their act together. And I'm speaking to the Republicans because the Democrats, he knows, you know, they're trash anyway. But he said, Congress better get their act together. That's a strong statement. And, you know, Donald Trump is done playing games. There's no more negotiating, no more negotiations, no more Mr. Nice Guy. It's going to be Trump's way now. Yeah, and also to add. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and I would say also to add, I believe like that's like you said, like uh, Mike Dolo said, it was like he he had it all planned out. He knew how it was gonna plan on. He said he knew the Democrats didn't want a real a real deal on DACA. He knew that, and that's why he used it in order to. Pick, that's exactly. why when people like Ann Coulter, when Ann Coulter came out, said, "Oh, he was training." She wasn't smart enough to see that Trump is a businessman. He plays games with people. This is what he does for a living. He knew Art he outsmarted the Democrats the exactly. Art of the deal. Absolutely, 100%. Art of the deal. I mean, with, with, without a doubt. I mean, you know, Trump always has a brilliant strategic plan for everything. I mean, he's been doing it his whole life. I mean, like, there's nothing the guy I mean, there's nothing the guy has done that, you know, uh, backfires. I mean, the guy is a machine. He's invincible. He's, he's the most powerful man in the world. I mean, this guy is something from another planet. Uh, the miraculous achievements he's, a, he's a, uh, you know, brought to us. I mean, it's unbelievable. Well, you know, I, I just want to, um, you know, extend on that point. You know, I, I yeah. hate to bring her up because she annoys me to death now, but Ann Coulter, instead of saying, uh, instead of saying today, thank you, Mr. President, I appreciate it. Obviously, you have our back. Instead of, you know, just admitting she was wrong, not even admit she was wrong, just say thank you, you know, for securing the border and sending the military there uh, when he does it. Instead of saying that, she goes, oh, well, let's see action. Are you kidding me? Do you think he's going to say a statement like that about sending troops to the border and just not do it? I mean, Ann Coulter, I'm sorry, I keep bringing her up, but she's just, she has just pissed me off to no end. Donald Trump, you mark my words, that wall's going to get built, but until it's done, our military will be there. Troops will be on that border, armed, locked, and loaded. I'm telling you, because that's the only the Trump knows that's the only way to secure this border. The, the Border Patrol needs help. There's too many illegal aliens to deal with, and he's going to send the, the military. And if you think for one and second plus, he's not actually going to do it, you're crazy. Yeah, and plus, oh, I yeah. would say me and my friends were me and my friends were actually talking. About, I was like, not only should you know Trump send military to the border, but we better be armed ourselves, which is why. I'm about to get gun license, and I'm about to get me a gun now. And because it's time, because all the the infiltrations of, you know, all these illegal immigrants, we're going to have to keep ourselves safe as Americans also. And that's why the Second Amendment is so important, because of movements like this where people are just coming across freely and governments know about it. Like, they're saying, come on, and then when you get here, don't snitch each other out. When you have things like that, that is socialism to another level where a government is not sneaking around doing it. They're knowingly letting people uh, cross the border. Oh, yeah. Exactly. 
and the Republicans, you know, Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell, listen, they're in for a rude of awake. They're in for a rude awakening because at the end of the day, I'm telling you, people are rising up and everyone is starting people to realize. Have it. We've had That's it right. with them. We're done. That's right. People are saying, wait a minute, Trump is doing literally everything he can, but no one's helping him. Maybe the problem not, is yep. not Trump. Maybe the problem is this, this Congress, this Republican, supposedly con, uh, Republican-controlled Congress <clears throat> that is it's basically the siding with the Senate Democrats. Minority leader. Everyone, everyone's waking up. That's right. That's yep. right. And Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell. I saw a couple of Republicans today. A couple of Republicans today are on CNN, and they say, oh, I don't feel comfortable with Trump's move to send the military to the border. I mean, these people do not defend this president at all. It is unprecedented. It is disgusting. Uh, so it's, 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 oh. and, and look at what Bush did. Look at what Obama did. Look what ex-presidents done with the National Guard. They've done the same thing. Double standards. Right. Exactly. If it wasn't for double standards, they'd have no standards at all. It's incredible. The hypocrisy is incredible. Right. I mean, I mean, do you know? Like, it, it should be. It should seriously be no other way. Every Republican should be on TV saying, "I stand with the President of the United States. The people chose him. I defend his decision to secure our border." with the military and to keep illegal aliens out, which keeps Americans safe. This is our country, not everyone else's. And you can't find you virtually, you can't find any Republican saying that it's just so disgusting to me. Yeah. Oh, it true. It truly is. It, it absolutely is. And it's, it, it's all about, they, all these people would rather see the country fail than Trump succeed. Exactly. That's true. It's sickening. It's really sickening, and it's sad because it just goes to show how many anti-Americans and, uh, you know, uneducated and ignorant and hateful people live in this country and, you know, like, go somewhere else. Like, all these people need to go somewhere else if they're so ashamed. And all these people that made threats if Trump became president, I'm moving, I'm out of here. No, well, that turned out to be bye a bunch bye. of lies and a you know, we gotta look. Yeah, we gotta look at what he. We gotta look at what he ran on too. And he's doing while he's while he's making all these maneuvers. He's doing the one thing he ran on most, and that is draining the swamp, exposing the deep state, uh, and 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 exposing uh, these establishment elites that are part of this big boy clubs in our government, and they're all aligned with each other. You know, the 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 Murkowskis, the the the, the Susan Collins, the the John McCain's, the the Paul Man. Ryan's. You know, the McConnells, they're all in the same club, right there with, with yes. Pelosi and Schumer and Harry Reid. They're all yeah. part of the same damn club, and he ran on exposing them. And you know what? They're getting exposed right now. Like Steve, no Steve we have um, – Steve, Steve, we all – everybody, we have um, Sheriff Joe Arpaio on the line. This is uh, very big. I'm very excited. Uh, give me one second. I'm going to put him on. Sheriff Joe. Hello, this is uh, Rory Sauter from the Rory Sauter Show. This is Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Can you hear me? Yeah, Sheriff Joe, is that you? Yes. Oh, it's such a pleasure. Oh, it's such an honor for you to be calling in. We highly appreciate it. 
You are one of my heroes. You are uh, an inspiration on so many different levels. You all your service to law enforcement, to the military, everything you've done in your resume is beyond impressive. I mean, you're a one of a kind, profound individual, and it's a blessing to have you on right now. Um, I want to just thank you so much uh, for coming on. And I, I do have some co-hosts that uh, are, are fans of you as well, and uh, you know, live in Arizona and. and We've loved you for many years. Uh, you know, you're, you're a true patriot. Well, thank you. I can use the help. <laughs> ab- 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 absolutely. Um, um, and, and we're, you know, we're very excited. Uh, it's Steve, uh, Steve Emery from uh, Bikers for Trump, I know, wanted to uh, say uh, say hello to you. He's a, he's a co-host on my show. He's right here. Hi, Sheriff. Sure. Hi, Sheriff Joe. How are you? Steve Emery with Bikers. Good. Thanks, uh, thanks for hey, you guys uh, have done for the president. It was very important for the uh, bikers to get behind him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and you, too. And it's, it's more important now than ever. Hey, hey, Joe. Hey, Sheriff Joe, could you give us some uh, feedback on your feelings about this wall and the National Guard and the caravan coming through Mexico. How can you, you t- talk to yeah, us yeah. about that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I just heard about it. Uh, it just brings back memories. Uh, in 1969, out of Nixon, G. Gordon Liddy, remember him and I ran an operation, Intercept, uh, where Nixon uh, cracked down on Mexico, threatened to take away their foreign aid. Uh, we just about closed the border, not exactly. We checked every car, backed uh, traffic up to Mexico City. They hated us. Uh, but I'll tell you, it solved the problem. I took over as regional director for the uh, U.S. Drug Enforcement right after that. It was very difficult in a way to get back in the good graces or uh, with the Mexicans, but it was easy for me. I used to have the attorney general. Over my house, he liked blueberry pie, so my wife pumped out blueberry pie, and I was smart. I went to get some whiskey, so I got more done with whiskey and blueberry pie, but it did send a message that we're not going to put up with this drug smuggling across the uh, border. Now, the uh, president, I believe, I haven't read up on it, uh, is going to use the... uh, military, but you have to understand throughout the years, governors or uh, the um, White House has mobilized the National Guard to make it look like they're doing something, but they didn't even have bullets in their guns uh, at the border, but that's the politics to make it look like something's being done. But this time with the military, I'm sure they're carrying real bullets and maybe they'll make a dent in this problem and send a message to Mexico, it's about time to get things done. Absolutely. Hey, in one hundred percent, and and Joe, you you know you you have quite the resume. I mean, you were in the military. You worked for you know the Drug Enforcement Agency for many years, and and you were sheriff for twenty four years. I mean, you're you've done all of this, and I mean, there's there's nothing you haven't done, man. I mean, it's incredible. Well, you forgot that I was a cop in Washington, D.C. and walked to Black and Vegas for four and Vegas. years, and I was in Vegas for a short time, locked yep. up Elvis. 
So I got more than that. I was a diplomatic attache. I ran a business. Uh, my wife and I operated and ran a business for 10 years. So, you know, all these opponents of mine, all they say he's a one-issue guy, it's always illegal immigration, but that's not true. I, I, I have a, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned my background because nobody knows my background. I just can't get the uh, word across. And the background's important to get the job done. What I want to do in Washington, uh, that would yeah. make, uh, you know. And I was uh, also the head of the DEA in Turkey. So there's two countries, Turkey and Mexico, that are in the news today. So at least I know where to drink the water over there or not. So uh, <laughs> all this will help. Hey. And you were, you know, you were the special agent to the Federal Bureau of uh, of Narcotics, which later became a part of the DEA. Correct? Well, that was the Bureau of Narcotics uh, from 1933 uh, until uh, around 69, 70, when they made a Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs, and then again in 1973. Uh, they made it uh, the Drug Enforcement Administration. So I had three badges, and I never quit. They keep reorganizing and changing the name. Okay, I got got. Hey, Rory, got can I ask Sheriff Joe a question? Yeah, my, yeah, Mike Zolo's my other co-host, Joe. He he loves you, and he wants to ask you a question. Yeah, first of all, I just want to say I can't believe I'm speaking to Sheriff Joe Arpaio. No, no, who honor. is this? Who is this? Uh, my name's my name is Mike Zolo. I live out in New Jersey. Oh, yeah, he's my I other co-host a, on the show. Yeah, but he, uh, Mike Zolo is my guy working the uh, birth certificate. Here. Oh no, we have almost the same name. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. So I just okay. wanted to say what I remember about you, and I'll always remember, and it's an honor to speak with you. By the way, is um when everyone took Donald Trump as a joke and mocked him and called him a racist and all this nonsense, you were one of the first people to endorse him, and I want to thank you for that. And um, yep, you, I just want yep. to get your feelings on the Dreamers. I think all the DACA recipients uh, should be deported, and I just I, I believe your, opin- your uh, opinion is you think they should be deported as well. Is that right? Well, a little caveat, uh, you know, uh, I've been fighting this battle since 2006. They've been after me uh, uh, for many, many years, uh, Obama and the uh, Attorney General Holder. Uh, 30 days or 60 days after they took office, they went after me on this immigration thing. Uh, And here they got me on a, it took eight years to get me on a contempt of court same type of uh, crime uh, sentencing that you could get for a dog bite, but that's another issue. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the question you had, and I just kind of got lost in it, trying to, whenever I talk about judges or something, I get a little excited. What was that question on? Oh, no, it's okay. I was just saying about the uh, Dreamers, the DACA recipients. Yeah, the DACA. I believe they should, yeah, yeah, yeah. They should so be Yeah, so what deported. I was leading up to is every two years or six years, uh, Congress, uh, I've always said through my career, when they criticize me, well, Congress pass the laws, pass some new laws if you don't like it. But every time there's an election, nobody does anything about it. And I predicted this time around it would be the same thing with DACA. The illegal immigration, the president is trying to do what he can. But you still... Need Congress, so right. 
right. My idea and, is, and I do have a little soft heart sometimes, regardless of what people say, uh, but sure. uh, you deport them, and they uh, go to the country that they, uh, the folks were born and where they were born, and they get to see the country uh, that they came from. Also, they can act as Peace Corps, or you know, you do know churches send uh, people on missions, and they're good ambassadors right. for our country. So these uh, DACA people love our country, right? That's what they say. So they can go yep. in the other country and plug our America and everything else. And then here's the catch. Then you let them come back across, but they come through legally, the, the green card and everything else. So there's no amnesty involved. Uh, they're they're right. deported. And uh, I'm, I know I'm out of the box on this, but, you know, I, I dream of no. these ideas I have. So why not even talk about it? It makes some sense. So if I can get to the Senate, there'll be a lot of talking and action I'm going to do. So um, that's just an idea. Everybody talks about uh, deport them all. Okay, it's not as easy, but do deport them when you come across them. But give them a shot to come back uh, legally like everybody else is supposed to do. That's my idea well, on DACA no, that's, for now. That's it may change answer. tomorrow. That's a perfect answer. I love it. I agree with it totally. But you agree with that? Well, how come nobody yeah, else agree agrees with it? No, no, I totally agree with that. Uh, absolutely. I agree Everyone with it too, 100%. On immigration. Yeah, I agree with it, yeah. Well, thank you. It's important that well, you agree I, with it. I don't care what the politicians say. They only do things for political reasons anyway. I guess you do know that. They promise everything. Nothing's ever done. Well, well this was my problem. See, I see the dreamers, these, these so-called you know, kids, yet the average age is 28. Yet I see them protesting our president, waving Mexican flags, sure. calling President Trump Hitler. Yeah. And that makes my blood boil. And, I, and, it, and it, makes me, it makes me not want them to become citizens. And I know it's emotional, but it's just when you, have, when you are an illegal alien, you have no right to wave a Mexican flag, hold up traffic, and call our president, who we elected, a racist. So I think when they act like this, they are just destroying their case, and it's really going to hurt them. But the real issue it, is Congress. They have to get a wake. And I've yeah, always well, you're said right, their wake. Yeah, and, I, and, and uh, you know, R- Rory here, uh, uh, Joe, and, I've, you know, I've, I've always said with these people waving their Mexican flags and all their other country flags in our country, you know, if they're so proud of their country, why are they here? Why don't they just go back where they came from if they're so they're waving their you know their flags and having all this pride but no pride for the United States and basically just stepping on us and taking advantage? It's sickening. It's it's, it's pathetic. It really is. And well, you know, wait, wait, wait a minute. Democrats, okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. Okay, I agree with you that in a way I, I, you do have uh, constitution and rights and first amendment. But let me ask you, how come yeah. you're not complaining about the football players? They won't even stand up. And, oh, I uh, have been. National. I have been. So why are you blaming the Dreamers? You ought to get rid of these guys too. Fire yeah, them these all. Guys, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and Joe, that's a big issue right now. Those kneelers getting on their knees when it's the total, total disrespect. Totally sending the wrong message. Totally getting them nowhere. And I mean, 
it's a total uh, slap in the face to all the veterans that fought for our country and, you know, that ha- gave us the freedom and security we have today, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, I brought that up because uh, when the guy in San Francisco, Kaepernick, whatever his name was, did this, I, I had all my veterans in the tents. Unfortunately, I had 200 yeah. veterans who were doing time. But you know what? Yeah. They all uh, stood up, they uh, saluted, and they sang the national anthem. And these are people, that uh, veterans that uh, fought for our country, uh, but still they were charged with uh, criminal offenses, but they still uh, were patriotic enough to get up there. And yet you got these football players making millions of dollars, and, and uh, they're allowed to do this. I, I have to uh, thank the president for, for bringing this out in the open. It was about time. So, you know, it's all money. These football players, uh, all they do is make money. That's all they care about. I hate to say that, uh, so, but that's the way uh, it is when you look at it. Oh, it, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's, it, it's, very, it's very selfish. I mean, it, it's very it, – it, like I said, you know, it, it's, it's one of those issues where, you know, there should be some sort of penalty – uh, you know, for doing committing that sort of act. I mean, there's no excuse for it whatsoever. And you know, you brought up a good point about the tents. I wanna, I wanna talk to you about that. You know, I, I think it's great because you save taxpayers millions of dollars a year. And you, we would we'll just wait, you, wait till you get to the financial part and how much you, you know, uh, strongly help the community and taxpayers and Arizona residents was saving them all this money a year with Tent City. I mean, it was millions and millions of years you, uh, you were saving taxpayers, and it was unbelievable. And you were giving, uh, out of the $250 million budget that you had, you were giving a lot of that back to taxpayers and, you know, giving a lot of it back to Arizonians. And, I, I mean, that's phenomenal. I, I, I mean, you, you, I mean, it's great. I mean, you look at that, and that's another great thing you bring to D.C. as senator, all your financial accomplishments. Well, you know, uh, when I ran for office in 92, I made three promises, put up Korean War tents, uh, build up my volunteer posse, which I did to 500 armed uh, posse. I used them for special uh, projects to protect the schools and so on, and get tough on crime. So it took me uh, eight months to find tents. I had to go to New Mexico because I didn't want to buy them, so I got these Korean War tents, uh, put it up uh, in the desert, been there for 24 years. I had presidential candidates visit me in the tents, saying if they uh, win, they're going to put yep. tents up. So I can go on and on, but they're gone now. The uh, the new sheriff uh, got all that money from Soros, Three and a half millions that burned me uh, in the general election, and also uh, Department of Justice waited one day before early voting and say they're going to charge me for contempt of court because I didn't do what a judge uh, said that uh, you know he said, and it was I had the authority to do it. When you tell your wife, the, the judge's wife, who tells people that uh, her husband's going to hang me, hates me. And I can go on and on. So, you know, I had that against me. So it was a tough battle. But I did win, win yeah, the Republican I w- primary. I'm not done yet. I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to get the truth oh. out about the uh, situation. 
Oh, and, and, and Joe, I, I, you know, I said, you know, I, wa- I want to get into that too because I want to talk to you about that. That was one of the, that was the main thing I want to talk to you about. But first, you know, you have the same demeanor, the same mentality, the same toughness as President Trump, man. You bring the same sort of energy to the table, and I mean, we all admire it. I mean, you have Arizona residents for the last 30 years that support you, have stuck with you, have stayed loyal to you. So not only do you have that fan base, but you also have all the Trump voters that are going to come out and pack and, you know, support you. Uh, So you have so many good things going for you. Well, I would hope so because my two uh, opponents, and they're nice ladies, I'm not going to complain, they weren't Trump people. They, They became Trump people, especially one that's part of the establishment last year. She wouldn't even vote for him. And the You're other talking one about Martha McSally, right? McSally, yeah, and the other one uh, was uh, uh, only when he was nominated. So I'm the guy that was with him from July of 2015. The only one would take the stage with him. And, th- and uh, uh, thousands of people were there. And That's I right. said, you're going to be our next president. Of course, we were born on the same day, uh, Flag Day, so I remind them of that. that yeah, but that's I another said something, thing. I, yeah, yeah. I said something that has helped me get elected six times is the fact that I said there's a silent majority out there. That's why you're going to win, and that's why he did win, win the silent majority. So, uh, oh, uh, he, yeah. Go ahead. He's. Uh, and when you talk about, uh, we seem to have the same <laughs> thinking because the uh, Washington Post did a headline story, and I, I uh, a couple of weeks ago on me and and Trump, and I said, well, you know what, all the uh, presidents I've been honorary chairman like Bush and Romney, Rick Perry, I said, but this one is different. This one is different. I had a gut feeling with him. And usually when you run for office or you you endorse somebody, they tell you, don't say this, don't say that. Not once has Donald Trump or his staff ever told me, don't you say that, say this. So I had to wing it every time I introduce him. I don't know if he's on the same road as I am. So, but fortunately, 98% of what I introduce him on He's on the same road, so I was fortunate enough. I guess we think the same, but I love the guy. I'll tell you why. Because he's the one that, uh, when my wife came down with cancer, uh, she used to watch Fox only to watch uh, Trump and take the, uh, you know, take under the uh, treatment and all. And I told Trump that. He picked up the phone. He called my wife. He's called my wife several times, and he didn't have to use my wife to get to me. I was hooked yeah. on day one. You know, some politicians want to get to you through their wives. I know that for a fact. So he didn't do that. Yeah. He, so that's the type of guy he is. And I wanted to put it out when I spoke at the national convention in prime time. You know what? You know what, Joe? He really is. I mean, he's he's the most genuine, down to earth. I mean, he really is, he really is such a a caring individual. And it's such a shame the way the fake news media portrays him as a villain. It's it's pitiful. It's absolutely disgraceful. Well, don't just talk about the fake news. You got Republicans that do the same thing, yep. you know. Them you too, the rhinos. Yeah. I got two right here in Arizona. 
Oh, Jeff Blakey <laughs> and uh, Johnny Johnny McCain. We yeah. can't stand both, both of them. I can't stand them. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's sad. Just let him do his it, job it and, uh, you know, back him up. If, you don't, if uh, you know, I expect to be a U.S. senator, if I disagree, we'll go in a back room. I can't light up a stogie or have a beer. He doesn't do either. But we'll have a conversation. If we don't agree, they don't think I'm going to come out and get a press conference and blast yeah. them and all. I'm going to back them up. I think most of the and time. Joe, yeah. No, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I said I'm going to back him up. I'm, I I don't need this job in Washington. I've been there three times. I'm only doing it to uh, for him and for the people of Arizona. So uh, and everybody, uh, people say, "Oh, he's too old." Come on, I'll I'll gun all of these. First of all, I'm only running one term. I don't expect to get uh, reelected again by working and uh, getting money from uh, uh, you know lobbyists. These Lobby people that go to Washington, the day they're elected, they start raising money for the next election. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, well, Joe, right. let me ask him one more question real quick. Hey, you, well, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Sheriff Joe, I wanted to say, uh, what do you think about – there was two Republicans. I, I can't remember their names off the top of my head. One is Rooney from Florida. Today they, uh, they appeared on CNN to say that they don't agree with President Trump's choice to send the military – uh, to the border. I mean, okay. I mean, we have to get rid of these people. These people are traitors, and they're working with yeah. the left. These people are traitors, and they hate our president. And we have to get rid of them and vote in people like you. Well, the president's smart. He 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 knows he can bring the. He's not going to keep the military down there for her. He's he's trying to send a message also to uh, foreign countries. You know, you mess with the United States, you got a problem. Uh, you know, right. I, I don't know if I 100% approve of the military patrolling interstates and, uh, and uh, you know, enforcing the laws. Uh, but when you talk about a border, you're talking about uh, possible uh, actions against Last our country. Security. You have to do it. So if Last you have to bring the security. tanks tanks down there, bring the tanks down there. Exactly. It's just these hey, Republicans Rory. that go on CNN. These Republicans go on CNN and they bash him at every turn. It's just so it, it's so old, and I'm so annoyed. It's so annoying. We just have to replace these people and get rid of these rhinos, these establishment hacks that are working with the Democrats and going against everything President Trump does. They don't like. So they true. don't like them. Uh, I guarantee you, some of these. I'm talking about the leadership too. You forget the leadership of the Republicans. Absolutely, Party. Ryan and McConnell both got to go. So they would like to see him gone in two minutes, I guarantee you. But uh, it's not going to happen. He's smarter than they are, and he's got the power of the presidency, and he knows how to use it. Uh, and uh, so he'll be okay. He'll get reelected. And uh, yep. I, he, I said, uh, I think a few months ago, I said that uh, he's going to go down as one of the best presidents we ever had. You wait. Oh, hey, Joe. Joe, he'll be he'll hey, be Rory. the greatest president ever. He's done more in one year than any president in history. I mean, he is unbelievable. He's like a machine. He's a miracle worker, man. I mean, the guy doesn't stop working. He That's always right. is up. It, it, That's right. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, I want to play hey, you Rory. a clip, though. Just yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, I had a question. Is it enough time for a question right now, or? 
Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Gianni, yeah, go ahead. Hi, yeah, so I'm Gianni. I'm from New York, New York City, and uh, I had a question about how, like, what are some wisdom keys that you can share with us that people that me that like me that live in, like, liberal places, and then, you know, it's very hard for a Republican in New York City. You know, you saw Nicole Maliotakis was uh, running for mayor, and she was the toughest one against the Blasio. Of course, she lost. So what are some wisdom keys and movements, like, that we can totally – defeat the Democrats in these, you know, Democratic-run cities? Like, what are the movements that we can do in order to get, like, the city council with full of Democrats out? Like, what, what what could we do? Like, what could we do even though we're not, you know, running for office and, you know, we're not politicians? What could we do uh, outside of the city council and the meetings and everything in order for Republicans to start ruling in these liberal, you know, cities and states? Well, first of all, uh, I, I'm a little shocked. Uh, by the way, my picture was on Times Square in the tallest building for two weeks, looking down on the mayor and all that. That was pretty – I know a guy that put me up there. So here I am two uh, weeks on the tallest building in color, of course. Uh, but I, I'm just shocked that here we have a president from New York I think that alone should give yeah. some pride uh, to right. all the people in New York. Jeez, they should brag. Boy, I'll tell you, our president, he's from New York. And I'll tell you one thing, uh, I'm from Massachusetts. i worked in New York a little. But he's, he's he is a New Yorker. He acts as a New Yorker. So why isn't all the New right. Yorkers proud of him and stand by him? When he's one of them, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, whatever you are. But it's sad what's going on in New York, especially New York City and so on. So you got to work hard. And, and, and guys like you are very powerful when you use the, uh, the media to get messages out. And I think it yeah. is doable. And just uh, keep talking about how yeah. great he is and what he's been doing for everybody, not just New York. So uh, Joe, I always, want... uh, when I see New Yorkers, I said, "Wow, you ought to be happy that we got finally got a president from New York." Right. So, yeah. and I'm not from New York, but I recognize how important it is for, for some uh, being having some pride, you know, in a, a local guy that makes good fighting for our country. I don't know that. I'm an old-fashioned guy, so that's why. I, and I'm Italian too, by the way. My mother and father came from Italy, right. Naples, legally, of course, off the boat, Ellis Island, 1916. Awesome, right? Hey, hey, Joe, I want to play a clip. Uh, you know, just you know, when Trump when Trump pardoned you, just how loyal this man is. The media trying to you know ask him about it, and he's so loyal, and he speaks the. I mean, it's so true. You got, we got to hear this, and then I want to ask you about that a little bit. But it's, it. I mean, he's so authentic. He's, he's so loyal. He's so genuine to the, to the people that you know are his friends and that care about him and that do the right thing. I mean, he's all about doing the right thing and doing the American way. I love, I, I love this clip. I'm going to play this real for you, real quick. Mr. President, thank you so much. Uh, President Ninistaw, I have a question for you as well, but if I could start with President Trump. In the middle of uh, Hurricane Harvey hitting on Friday night, you chose to pardon former Sheriff Joe Arpaio. I wonder if you could tell us what was behind your thinking.
for issuing a pardon uh, for the sheriff. And as well, what do you say to your critics, even some in your own party, who say it was the wrong thing to do? Well, a lot of people think it was the right thing to do, John. And actually, uh, in the middle of a hurricane, even though it was a Friday evening, I assume the ratings would be far higher than they would be normally. You know, the hurricane was just starting. Uh, and I put it out that I had pardoned, uh, as we call, as we say, Sheriff Joe. Uh, he's done a great job for the people of Arizona. He's very strong on borders, very strong on illegal immigration. He is loved in Arizona. I thought he was treated unbelievably unfairly when they came down with their big decision to go get him right before the election voting started, as you know. And he lost in a fairly close election. He would have won the election, but they just hammered him just before the election. I thought that was a very, very unfair thing to do. Uh, when I mentioned him the other night, you saw the massive crowd we had. The people went crazy when I said, what do you think of Jer Sheriff Joe or something to that effect? The place went absolutely crazy when I was in Arizona last week. And as far as pardons are concerned, I actually did this just before the meeting because I assumed that somebody would ask me the question. I didn't know it would be you. As you can attest, you didn't even know you were going to be called. But I thought I would. And, uh, you know, Sheriff Joe is a great veteran of the military, great law enforcement person, uh, somebody that's won many, many elections in the state of Arizona. But I, I wanted to look at some of the other people that were pardoned over the years. And if you look at, as an example, President Clinton pardoned Mark Rich, who was charged with crimes going back decades, including illegally buying oil from Iran while it held 53 American hostages, wasn't allowed to do that, selling to the enemies of the United States. He was pardoned after his wife donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to the Clintons. Then you have dangerous criminals. President Clinton pardoned Susan Rosenberg, a member of the Weathered Underground, charged as part of a bank robbery that led to a guard and two police officers being killed. Drug dealers. Uh, President Clinton commuted the sentence of Carlos Vignali, a central player in a cocaine ring that stretched from California to Minnesota. Uh, criminal leaker. You've heard the word leaker? President Obama commuted the sentence of Chelsea Manning, who leaked countless sensitive and classified documents to WikiLeaks, perhaps and others. But horrible, horrible thing that he did, commuted the sentence and perhaps pardoned. President Obama commuted the sentence of Oscar Lopez Rivera, who was charged as part of a violent independence group from Puerto Rico, responsible for 28 Chicago-area bombings and many deaths in the 1970s and 1980s. Sheriff Joe is a patriot. Sheriff Joe loves our country. Sheriff Joe protected our borders. And Sheriff Joe was very unfairly treated by the Obama administration, especially right before an election, an election that he would have won. So, and he yep. was elected many times. So, uh, I stand by my pardon of Sheriff Joe, and I think the people of Arizona who really know him best would agree with me. Thank you. There, there you go, there you go, Joe. I mean that. I mean it's well, true. I mean we love you, man. We really do. I mean the people of well, Arizona. Everything he said was so true. Well. The problem is he doesn't know the whole story. 
and uh, I mean, I appreciate the pardon. I never asked him for it, uh, but yeah. he doesn't really know the corruption regarding my situation, which some of it, by the way, indirectly or directly ties into his problem. I can never get that out to the attorney general. But, uh, no, I, you know, uh, it took me 75 years to find a hero. And I said this before, I'm not ashamed. It's not overdramatic. It's the way I feel. I'm supposed to lie. Yeah. So a few months ago I woke up because I never really had a hero. And I, all at once I said, wait a minute, it took me 75 years, and that was Donald Trump. So that's yeah. the way I feel. I said from the beginning, I was with him from day one. If he gets down to 1% in the polls, I'll still be with him. I don't flip-flop around by looking at polls. And by the way, my two opponents have already took a couple sound bites because off the cuff he was talking to them or shook hands on their commercials. This would be a great, uh, what you played to put on my a commercial. But you know what? I would never do that. I don't ask favors for people who I support. So that's the way I am. But it happened to come down on my wife's birthday. Uh, I was going to take my wife to the Italian restaurant, and the lawyers brought some papers over. I thought they were fake documents. I won't get into that. Till the White House really confirmed they were pardoned. So I still took my wife to the Italian restaurant, and uh, and I was very happy. That was a great uh, birthday present that she got, and he didn't know it was her birthday uh, that day. So I appreciate that. He's got guts. Never forget it, and uh, I'll support him. And the only way I can do it now is probably uh, be a U.S. senator. So that's what I'm going to do. And try to do best I can for him, the country, and Arizona. See what happens. And, and Joe, so I, Joe, I, Joe, I really Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Joe, this is Steve Emery in Arizona uh, with Bikers for Trump. I wonder if before you go if if it's not too sensitive of a topic, if, if, if you wouldn't mind discussing a little bit about the certificate, man. I mean, nobody yeah. wants to talk about it. Yeah. We want to talk about That's it. That's what I was about to ask. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know. Well, Joe, Joe, wait a second. Joe, wait okay. a second. Joe, wait a second. Let me, let's get to that at the very last. I want to talk about that last. There's a lot. Okay. There's a couple more things I want to bring up to you. They're right. very important. Um, so, you know what I, so I think this is a very impressive in a four-year time frame, you deported 30,000 illegal immigrant criminals. Is that correct? You mean between, in what period? But between a four-year time frame from 2005 to 2009, oh, no, you deported 30,000 illegal probably, criminals. Oh, oh, no. That's, we did much more than that. Well, well, how how many blamed, did you do? Well, I got blamed from the local... Uh, Activists that I caused a hundred thousand to leave. Uh, no, I've uh, we've done much more than that because I had the authority uh, by the government to do that. Evidently, the federal judge didn't care about that uh, and got me contempt when I had the authority to do it. So uh, no, we've done thousands and thousands. I was 
I was at 287G program uh, where you could act as uh, immigration officers after training and all that. We we did 25% of the whole country uh, of those type of uh, deportation turnover to ICE. So we did. I did too good of a job. Unfortunately, that's why they went after me. You think if I wasn't doing the job, they go after me? I was number one yeah, the top guy to go after. Yeah, and Joe, here's the thing that bothers me the most, and I always debunk it, and I always tell people they don't know what they're talking about when people try to call you a racist for enforcing the law. All you are doing is enforcing the law, and if they're illegal, you get them the hell out of here. There is nothing wrong with that, and you have all these left-wing nut jobs and crazy, I mean, just evil people come after you for doing your job. It, it's very frustrating for people like me and a lot of Arizona people that love you and support you that these people treated you so unfairly. Well, you know, I've been in law enforcement 58 years. I think I got two parking tickets in my whole life. Not that I didn't yeah. deserve a few more parking tickets. Then I got to sit as a defendant for six days for a judge that's going to decide whether I was in violation of a contempt of court. And she already knew she was going to do it. You're not going to go against a fellow judge. So I knew I was dead in that regard. Uh, but that's okay. You know, I'm, I'm not really bitter. I'm just uh, very sad at our uh, judicial system. And what's going on in our country? If they can do that to me, they can do it to you. To any, if I was guilty, I'd get up there and say I'm guilty on this criminal thing. I'm not guilty. The president knew that without even knowing the whole ugly story. So, uh, and you know, he surrounds himself with people, and I'm glad he's doing a little house cleaning. But I'm sure there isn't anyone next to him that agreed to uh, that pardon. I guarantee you, he made that decision himself. He didn't even know I was in all this trouble. All the people I worked with in the campaign, I know them all. You don't think anybody would tip him off the problems I have. Everybody's worried about their own jobs, and I, I can go on and on. So, and, and, uh, and, it, it, and the Fast and the Furious uh, situation with Eric Holder, and you had the Obama administration after you, for no reason. They just wanted to interrogate you and cause problems because you were getting rid of illegals. And and they had this whole thing, this whole vengeance after you, which is so – I mean, it, it's very aggravating, uh, for, you know, because it's so dishonest what they were doing. Well, if you knew the whole story, you wouldn't believe it. Tapping my lines, and I can go on and on over uh, me enforcing the immigration laws. And doing my job, and I had the authority to do it. But when you have a judge's wife that says uh, in public that she he hates me, it will do everything to get him to, to get me out of office. Why do they let these judges continue? All I can talk about his relationship with the law firm. I, it's just just so much I can talk about. I can't even get the appellate court to answer in San Francisco here. So. Uh, one day the story will come out and uh, and uh, see what happens. I did have a great organization. The tents are gone. Everything's gone. But they want that new sheriff, the sergeant from the Phoenix Police, Soros guy. Let him have it. I'm doing other things now.
and, and, and Joe, you know, uh, you, I strongly believe that, you know, uh, I really, I really think you're, I really think you'll be the next U.S. Senator. I really think, I strongly believe it. I mean, I, 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 I'm almost certain. Well, I'm fighting some battles, but, uh, uh, one thing I uh, have, uh, that name ID, I just got back from uh, Nashville uh, giving a talk before all the truckers. Truckers have yeah. their problems, too. How to, they're trying to control the truck uh, drivers and all that. I'll see what I can do when I get to Washington on that issue. Uh, but So I have name ID all over, all over the world. I worked for it. A lot of controversy got me that sort of so-called notoriety. So here in Arizona, they know me uh, the whole state. I've always ran in Maricopa, but I've been visiting other counties uh, my whole career, giving talks to them. Uh, so that's my secret weapon. Now they can have a and, chance and he, to vote for me. And with your, you know, with your immigration expertise. Uh, you know, with with your background in that area, I mean, that's one of the biggest issues going on right now. I mean, you could bring all of that to Washington, and you know, you could do a like you could do amazing things for the state of Arizona as U.S. senator. I mean, that was your main thing all along, fighting immigration. That's one of this state's biggest problems. Well, don't forget the drug traffic. Now, I spent oh, 35 years, 35 yep. years on mm. both sides of the border as a top guy. I was the sheriff. I was head of the federal drug enforcement uh, in Texas and Arizona and Mexico, South America. So I know about the border. But I'm not just a one-issue guy. I worry about the uh, drugs coming Many across. Many things. Because oh, yeah. it's destroying our nation. And all these kids are, are marching up and down uh, our country over guns when the drugs are killing them. Why aren't they marching up and down because of the exactly. drug problem? And, and, and just to, you know, just to clear the just to clear the record, I know the whole Jeff Blake. You know, I, you've always been a big advocate for animals. You know, you've done a lot for the community with animals. You've you've opened up shelters. You know, you did a lot. You put animal, uh, you know, uh, little farms in the jails. You know, you're known to uh, save uh, and, and, ad- and have ado- adopt many, many um, animals. Um, and then, you know, there was this situation uh, with Jeff Blake's son where the, the asshole kid let all of, uh, excuse my language, he let all of these people, the, these animals, not these people, these animals uh, die. How, what, what was the whole scenario behind this? Can you kind of explain it? Well, uh, that's still a little hanging. Uh, I had a jury trial. They sued me for millions and millions of dollars. They were not prosecuted. They should have been. That's another issue. Uh, but I won. it took an hour for the jury to come back in my favor. Whenever I can have a jury trial, I win. That's why... Uh, uh, on this yeah. contempt of court and the civil part, they didn't want me to have jury trial. They denied me a jury trial, charged me with the wrong charge because they know the people will support me. So uh, on the flake deal, keeping what twenty five dogs in a nine by twelve room, that's another issue. I'm not going to get into that right now. I was kind of uh, uh, nice to the family. I never talked about it. Don't talk about it today. 
Uh, the media hasn't really covered it. I haven't pushed it, uh, but uh, uh, and here you got Flake and the McCain going public, saying that Trump never should have uh, pardoned me. Why did they go public and say, yeah, he deserved to be? If they didn't know what the heck I was doing, all they have to do is walk in my office and I'll show them all the reports. No, they don't like that. McCain called me when I lost. Of course, he's tied up with Soros, too, and said, hey, I'm sorry oh, yeah. you lost. Anything I can do for you, let me know. Yeah, he sure did yeah, it all right care. when he complained about my pardon. So, but, you know, he's after Trump. They're both after Trump. That's the main They're target. traitors, traitors. So, they, you know, I'll probably write it, a book. Just, I wrote two books. I'm in the process of writing another one, which will be uh, pretty interesting. And, and hey, Joe, Joe, regarding, you know, you know, Joe, regarding go George ahead. Soros and all the money that's uh, being invested to these left-wing organizations that he heads up, uh, isn't there some elite, uh, illegal activity going there? Because I, Who, I, I feel for a long time that doesn't something like criminal charges, don't we have a case against George Soros? The well, they of- should have. I'm hoping that the uh, Justice Department is doing something. Uh, not only did he uh, destroy me, uh, but I think there was more to going after me than just illegal immigration. Uh, you tipped. You said something earlier that you weren't going to talk about, uh, and I'm trying to stay away from a, a certain birth certificate. Uh, but when you look at uh, the law firm that was involved, it's also involved uh, what's going on now with the uh, dossier and Clinton and, I, and me. I, there's a lot of interest. Uranium one, yeah, everything. So, um, but, you know, uh, nobody wants to talk about it. Probably the biggest cover-up, I'm talking about the certain certificate, biggest cover-up in history. By media, law, everybody, politicians. I can't believe this. So one day. Yeah, yeah, I'm still to this day, Joe. I'm still to this. I I do not believe Barack Hussein Obama was born in this country. I don't believe it. I still don't believe it. Well, see, I don't even care. I never even whisper that. I just said I'm enforcing a fake forgery government document that's it i don't care where he's from and i stuck with that and yet everybody says it's be debunked i had to go to italy to get experts in hawaii to prove that form and we got it i mean what do you need when you cha- when you take uh, one versus and you move 13 items and put it on a fake one and you can prove it was done what else do you need if that was oh, you, you'd so be in jail. So you're referring you're you took the certificate that Obama released and th- and experts examined it, is what you're saying. Yeah, forget all the computer part, uh, green paper. I'm just saying before I left office, we showed that the uh, one lady had a birth certificate at the same time, and we showed that parts of that was taken off. And put it on the other birth certificate. And experts uh, two different areas of the world proved it. So what else do you need? I don't know. I mean, I'm the guy. There's I'm the, the nutcase. Right I'm, I'm the nutcase, conspiracy. I've been in law enforcement 58 years. 
I'm not one of these big conspiracy guys. I like working conspiracies, but I don't go off off key on it. But I'm leaving that alone, especially during the campaign. Everybody tries to say I'm a nutcase. Uh, let them say it. But, Be careful, uh, They'll call you a racist. Watch out. <laughs> well, they call me a What do you mean, a racist? When I was in I know, uh, I know. I know. Uh, when they can't get you on one thing, they can call you on that. And the problem is I have, I'm not going to get into my ethnic background of my family. You'll be shocked. Different races. But I don't well, use they call that. all of us racist. You well, know, I don't use it. Doing the same, they're doing the same thing as they, they did with Trump. You know, the Russia collusion didn't stick, so they went to xenophobe. The xenophobe didn't stick, so they go to racist. They're doing the same thing with Joe. It's, it's ridiculous. It's insanity is what it is. Well, I'll tell you one thing. We, this is a great country. You know, I've been around a long time, and uh, I've seen cycles. We all do. But I, if it isn't, I mean, if Hillary won, or the Democrats, we'd be lost because this is a time for a Donald Trump. Believe me, if there was ever a time for a president like him, this is the time to save our country. Believe me. Absolutely right. So, you know, without, that's the way I without feel. A oh, yeah, without, without a doubt, 100%. And you know, you know what the media has all has lacked of of talking about. You know, you've done so much for the homeless. You've done so much for children. You've done so much for you know many different people. You know, rehabilitation for inmates that you know weren't having the best time, maybe having addiction issues. God help, changed their life around. I mean, you've done so much for the community. The animals, like I mentioned earlier. I mean, it's so many different things, saving taxpayers millions and millions of dollars, but they don't want to talk about that. I mean, when, I mean it's so it's terrible how the media, and, and I'm noticing this in Arizona as well, Joe. I live in Phoenix, is that even the, the media in Phoenix, it's left-wing and it's biased, and, you know, they, they say so much – negative, untrue things about you, and it's, it's just it's so ridiculous. Well, you know, my opponents will bring all that out. Uh, when I told my wife I was up with the politics, uh, when I lost, I was going to stay away. Then I decided to uh, get back. I give speeches to Republican groups. I've been doing that across the nation for years. But, the, uh, but then I decided to get back in it, and then I decided to run uh, in January for the uh, seat, uh, and it had nothing to do with the flake. I would have run anyway, whether he was there or not. <laughs> but the, uh, so that's one way I can fight back, and you know, I, I don't like losing. So uh, we'll see if I can pull it off. I mean, we I support you. We're... Yeah, go ahead. I was just saying that uh, somebody just like Sheriff Joe Arpaio is that ought to be the kind of person that we support for the United States Senate, not people like Jeff Blake who, you know, and, Je and John McCain and Lindsey Graham and Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, all these people are playing for the wrong team. They're not playing for the pro-Trump, pro-America team. They're playing for the establishment and the left. So Sheriff Joe is clear. He is a clear uh, uh, and concise choice 
to be a senator because he, he's pro-Trump. He supports Trump. He was the first person to endorse him. Um, while everyone, you know, called Trump a racist and mocked him, Sheriff Joe, uh, you were there to endorse him. And that means a lot. Loyalty and, and you're strong on the border, strong on illegal immigration. And that's the kind of person that we need in the Senate, not these Jeff Flakes and these John McCain, these rhino establishment hacks. So we support you, man. Well, let me give you. Uh, oh, go ahead. Let me give you my uh, whatever you call it. Uh, it's www.sureofjoeforamerica.com. So if anybody wants to check uh, my resume or whatever, just go to that, and you'll see my history of my life, and um, maybe that will help. But I never lost an election, seven of them for in the Republican primary. So I don't want to break that record. I got to get through this Republican primary. You forget to mention I'm running for office against two opponents, and uh, yeah, right. so it's not just Washington and some senators have their game they're playing. I got to fight uh, these uh, opponents. Uh, and I'm not going to – I don't run dirty campaigns. I kind of always like to run positive. So I'm going to do positive. Unless they go after me big time. But they'll have other people do it. You know, they don't have the guts to come out and do it themselves. you got a and guy jo- following Joe, me around the- every speech. Mitch McConnell's hey. guy. It's filming me, everything I say. Unbelievable. The establishment. Wow. And j- and Joe, here, here's the here's the thing, you know, you have, you have, you know, another thing that, you know, the media doesn't mention is how 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 you know safe you kept schools. I mean, under under your you know supervision, schools were safer, uh, were so safe down here. I mean, there was barely any crime, if none. Uh, and you look at stuff like Florida, guys like Sheriff Israel. I mean, just it, it, I mean, what a what a joke. Well, I, I have a posse that I formed, uh, 3,000, and out of that, 500 are armed. So I use them for law enforcement. Uh, also, I believe, uh, I think I went public after Colorado. They had that shooting. And I said to 250,000 people in Arizona, I expect you to use your gun if you ever come, if someone comes into a certain forum and starts shooting. I would expect someone in there would have a gun and kill the guy before the cops arrive. And I thought 18 right. million hits, a little controversy. Then right after that, California happened. So I feel that people with the guns should be uh, protected. They should be able to carry a gun. And, they, and we don't have that many problems with citizens killing other citizens uh, just because they get angry or something. So, uh, that's another battle we're in right now in the Second Amendment. You got these, uh, this guy, uh, you know, the Congresswoman's uh, husband there, uh, the astronaut. They're always fighting the NRA and everything else. So uh, it's a battle that's a lot of battles for the president have to hey, deal hey, with. Joe, I wa- Joe, I wanted to get your reaction, uh, you know, about that whole Parkland shooting. I mean, about that. How that all was handled. I mean, we all. I mean, we know that it was obviously a pathetic and you know a coward way to handle a situation uh, for in, in Florida the way they did with that school. But 
I mean, Sheriff Israel, all we've seen is excuses, excuses. It's it's disgraceful. Well, I'm not going to criticize him for that uh, in front of the school. However, when you visit a house many, many times and you have danger signals, now I have a lot of threats on me over the phone. My guys will go all across the country yeah. to arrest the guy. We take that extra oh, yeah. step. Oh, you got to take the extra step sometimes and don't be politically correct, and then you're going to prevent some of these situations, especially the Florida incident. This guy was on target, and, you know, so but every time they visit, they should take that extra step, especially if there's some threat word. Boy, I'll tell you, the guys against me and my deputies, we lock them all up. Uh, to just say uh, we're going to kill you? Okay, we'll go to Canada. We've done that everywhere. So, yeah. uh, but sometimes you're afraid. You don't want to rock the boat, be sued. You know, I can go on and on. The culture we have right now with law, the war on cops. There's a war on cops. So uh, it, it, something has to be done to twist it around. And I'll tell you one thing about the president. I've been with him many times. He loves the cops. He loves the veterans. Oh, yeah. He, he does. He's, pro, he's it's not totally pro-law enforcement. I'm telling you. It's not for politics. He really means it. Yes, sincerity. Absolutely. 100%. And, Joe, I, I really wanted to, uh, you know, ask, ask you this, which I thought was hilarious. You and I uh, uh, just had this conversation when I met you at the conservative conference. But you used to have a talk show where you would have the inmates from Tenth City call in, and they would be all mad at you or whatever. And you thought, yeah. you know, it was you had it for a little bit. Uh, explain it though. I thought it was hilarious when you. When yeah, you I, uh, it took up three hours of my time. I didn't have to talk much. So no, I did. It. By the way, you don't think I had inmates call and say they love me or they love the food? I will never put them <laughs> right. on. I want the guys that hate me on. <laughs> Oh, absolutely, and but the, the way the way you did it though. So how, how would it work? No, I'd uh, have my show open my show with my way. That's my favorite song, uh, and uh, Frank Sinatra. And then uh, have my guys in the jails uh, line up these people and say, "Do you want to call in a talk show?" Oh yeah, okay. So they I, they plug it into my talk show, and I'll into interview the inmates. And uh, getting mad at them, they get mad at me. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. Oh, I bet I, it <laughs> sounds sounds so entertaining. That's good. Now you're talking to me. I'm not an inmate. I could have been. <laughs> so that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Joe, so you know the whole um, you know this new book you got out with Stephen. You uh, you it's forwarded by you. With Steven Seagal and Tom Morrissey, uh, I still have yet to read it. I'm excited to read it. It looks amazing. Uh, what, what, you know, what's it? Do uh, you want to describe a little bit of uh, what it's about? Well, I, quite frankly, I haven't read the thing either. I haven't read my own books in the past, but uh, it's a, okay. it's, uh, it's a the deep, the deep fiction. Is what it fiction. Says. fiction, but I guess you can read through the lines and see who they're talking about. So it's a pretty good book. Uh, I was with Seagal last week, and he's left town, but they're going after him now. 
of course. Of allegations. Yep. And that's sad. Yeah, it's, and what, it's such a You know, and it's, doing that you know, to the president, it's ridiculous. Yep. And, and all these women coming out 20 years later, I mean, it's, it's beyond absurd. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you my gut feeling. I'm pretty good at my gut feeling. I'm not psychic, but I'm still pretty yeah. good. Uh, I yeah. think this is going to backfire. Uh, even with a woman, I think they're getting tired of this. Yes. It's gone too far. So Agreed. if all these women think they're going to win election because of this, I think they're going to have a tough time because it's, I believe it's going to backfire. And, and the hypocrisy, you know, the Democrats have some nerve. You know, they enable Bill Clinton, the biggest sexual predator yeah. in the history of politics. And Joe in Biden. the White House. Remember oh, that? Yeah, in the White House, yeah. I mean, it's it's the hypocrisy from the left. It's ridiculous. So, but I I think it's just another wave we go through, and it'll be over. It'll start something else. But uh, we got the president not giving up. And I'll tell you, he works all the time. Airplanes oh, yeah. everywhere. And, and they because he's on a golf course? Well, I guess. I don't play golf, but I hear that uh, the CEOs, top executives, make their biggest deals in a golf course. Right. And I love it when he goes to uh, talk to the, uh, Putin and now the uh, North Korea. I wish I could go with him. Uh, but uh, what's wrong with talking to foreign leaders that uh, may, you may not like? That's the way you go it's in the back room have... and try to get them exactly. together again. Exactly. I, I mean, and think about the economic lucrative opportunities that could come from it and with trade deals and all of the unity opportunity that comes along with it. You want people on your side. You know, I mean, it's a great thing, and you've got all these people criticizing it. You know, for uh, for wanting a good relationship with Russia and North Korea, I mean, and it's it's sad, you know, that he's all he's doing the right thing, you know, and he's always doing the right thing. He really is. I remember I had an office in Panama, uh, and I used to work with General Noriega. I remember him? He died a couple of years ago, but he was playing both yeah. sides. But at least I was there dealing with him. It's better being there and not being there at all or talking to them. So what's wrong with talking to uh, uh, leaders of, uh, you know, countries that maybe have had problems? Just go in the back room and try to straighten them out. I still have a gut feeling that the uh, president has uh, a method to what he's doing. I think there's a bigger picture uh, why he's meeting with these uh, big people. And I think it's going to make our world much safer. And maybe get closer together. I don't know. It's worth a shot, isn't it? And, and well, you think, yeah, absolutely. And you think about all the relationships that he has formed and put together with all of these foreign leaders and these foreign nations that no other president could have ever, you know, created the, you know, this sort of these sort of dynamics that Trump has created. And now we got all these countries wanting that respect us and wanting to do deals with us and actually want to, you know, sit down with Trump. It's unbelievable. Well, I think it's his charisma. He was well-known uh, yep. before. Yep. I think they uh, respect yep. some, somebody different, a business guy, uh, that they can talk to and negotiate in the back room. I, I really uh, uh, 
Uh, I know they criticize him for commending uh, Putin. So what's the big deal? So he says, you know, congratulations on winning the election. So did Obama in 2012. Yeah. Yeah, people have done it in the past. Even Bush. Remember Bush yeah, used exactly. to be with Putin. All they had him, I think he had Putin in his ranch in Texas. <laughs> yeah. So why yeah. are they complaining? Because the president calls and congratulates him or wants to meet well, with him. What's a big deal? People don't you know what it about. is. They're trying to hang them. Our, exactly. our own people are trying to hang them. People don't and understand. That's not good for our country. He's a master yeah. negotiator. He's always strategizing everything. That's right. He's always has a plan. So That's so people right. don't understand sometimes. Why did he say this? Why did Trump say that? He's four steps ahead of you. Believe me, this guy has a plan, a strategic uh, mindset for everything he does. You're right. Yeah. You read him right to the yeah. You read him. That's you're right on target. And, and Joe, you know what he knows how to do, and, and you do it well too. You both know how to play the media. I mean, you know how to you know you know how to get their attention. How you know? I mean, this, it, they they are the media is something else. I tell you, man, they really are. Well, you know, I when I first ran, I said I got an open door policy. I don't care. The media can visit the jails, tents, which they do around the world. I don't care. Right. I have nothing to hide. Yeah. I don't go in and see or talk to anybody. But uh, right. yeah, I always joke. It's really not a joke. When they hit me, I said, "Geez, that's great. Hit me even more. My polls go up every time you hit me. Maybe there's right. something to that." <laughs> If you got the oh, guts yeah. to face them, most politicians get mad if they say one thing wrong, you know. Oh, oh yeah. Well, and you know, I wanted to also mention, you know, Joe, you're dude, you're so you're so popular, man. You've been featured in over four thousand, you know, different magazines and newspapers throughout your life, and that's an actual that's an actual statistic. I look, I did my fact. No, that's just overseas. Oh yeah, I mean, oh you've been in the, in a lot, and, and here's the thing. Yeah. I also want to mention something you and Trump have very similar in common. When you were sheriff, you know, you whenever you did projects, you were always under budget, and you you always, um, you know, worked you know long days like the president. Barely ever slept. You were back up working for the people of Arizona. And, well, actually, and uh, you know what? Actually, actually, every year I gave money back millions. Government agencies yes. don't give money back. Yep. They want more money from Congress yep. or the government. So what were you going to say? I cut you off. I'm sorry. Oh, oh you're fine. Um, I was just going to say that, you know, you had inmates. Uh, you, were, you were able to get inmates to do jobs. That could that would avoid paying high workers. You saved money in that aspect, is what I is what is, is what yeah. I read. Yeah, I had them on the chain gangs. I'm, I'm the only one in history to put women on a chain gang. Kind of proud of that, because you got to be equal <laughs> opportunity. Why do you want to keep women from being on the chain gang? Great. If point. the men are yep. on it, but we have a high Very school nice. in the jail, drug prevention, alcohol. I can go on and on and on. That nobody talks about. It's always the bad stuff, but that's all right. Two hundred to two point five million have come through the jails since I've been sheriff, and unfortunately, you lose a couple, die here and there. 
but uh, we uh, we've gotten high marks from uh, people that audit us and all that. But you'll never know that by uh, reading the media and so on. And you and you know what's another thing? You you are responsible for saving thousands of animals. Uh, something called Mash that you uh, you partnered right. up with Put and were in involved jail. with. No, I put the dogs that have been abused in the air-conditioned jail. They are taken care of by the female inmates because they learn to love the dogs, vice versa. And I put the uh, people that did it in the hot tents. And we're the only ones that go after bestiality. They never had a law on that. We finally got it passed. So anybody that messes around with dogs, you'll be shocked, the people we've arrested. And we're the only ones that do that. I don't know why other people don't do that. You know, And it's a no-kill facility. You it's a no-kill facility with these animals, my understanding is, as well. Well, in the jail, I put them in an air-conditioned jail. Yeah, we don't kill them. I had one dog in there for nine years before somebody would adopt a dog. We're not going to kill the dogs or the horses or any of that. So I was very big no. on, uh, on this right. issue because I'll tell you why. Mahatma Gandhi said you judge the morality of a country by the way they treat their animals. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, you got to treat your animals right. And it's not for politics, but I'll tell you, that's one of the big uh, things that we've done. And uh, I get a lot of, you know, good vibes from the public. Thank you. But there's just so much uh, in my 24 years now. I'm beginning to, you know, I go to these uh, fundraisers for a heart association and so on. I don't want any credit for it. But the thing is, and by the way, uh, there's a good management uh, slogan uh, that uh, that uh, that uh, you have to, uh, you know, when you're a leader, that you have to have good employees. Management is getting uh, things done through employees. So I give a lot of the credit to my employees. I set the policies and work hard, but they're the ones that cover uh, that follow through, and I defend my people. I don't throw them under the bus. People go after my employees. Maybe because you're a good leader. Doesn't work right because sometimes they get in trouble for that. But you got to back up your people, especially in law enforcement. Now they all they do is investigate. So if a deputy does something that's the wrong word, he's under investigation. You got these cameras now. You can't talk anymore. Afraid to say anything because I have, uh, you know, I have the Department of Justice all, after you. And you got all these so. people playing the victim and not taking accountability for breaking the law. It's pathetic. Black Lives Matter. Please give me a break. But we got the right president in at this time. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Defend. So uh, I just hope he does. Okay, which he will, and I uh, hope I can uh, help him in my own way in Washington. And if not, I'll be with him anyway somewhere along the line. We'll we'll be connecting. And Joe, whatever you know, whatever I can do, you know, I'm I'm local, um, and, and I got I got your number as well. So you know, we'll definitely be in contact. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would love to, you know. I would love to help out any way I can. You know, you, you know, you're you're awesome. You're one of my heroes. You're 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 amazing, man. Well, anything I can do for you and get the word out, and uh, as I say, you're a very powerful guy uh, to get the message out. So that's important. These talk shows and so on, the good ones, you know. 
<laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I um, I want to I want to ask you any any uh, any upcoming events uh, for you, like uh, any uh, rallies or any speaking engagements you got going on. Well, I just did a town hall in uh, Prescott. They had uh, forty, fifty young people call me Nazi, disrupted the thing. So I uh, I expect to have a lot of action. Uh, in my campaign, I'm gonna. I, I'm always on the streets. I'll be hitting the streets, do it the hard way, and uh, get to the people, uh, renew acquaintances, and uh, and I'll be very controversial. You know me. I'm not gonna be the norm. I'll, I'll run right. a different type campaign. Hey, don't worry. When they call you a racist or a Nazi, it just means you're doing the right thing. Unfortunately, yeah, we shouldn't be called a racist or a Nazi. Yeah. But yeah, that means yeah. you're doing the right thing, believe yeah, me. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I want to thank you. You're very uh, smart. Your 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 uh, co-hosts are very uh, interesting and they very astute. And they're, I'll tell you, they're right on target too. It's amazing. There's no BS going on. They they're right with it. So I have to thank all of those. I don't know where they're from, Jersey or wherever they're calling from, but. Uh, yeah, right we, on target. We, we got, yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, we appreciate Joe, man. I mean, we appreciate you. I mean, I pre- I've been following you for years. I've been a huge fan for years, man. You're one of my heroes. Um, it's an it's an honor and a blessing uh, to know you personally uh, and to have you on the show, man. It's um, you know, it, it's, it's 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 a true blessing, man. It really is. And I thank you. I mean, I thank you. And and I know all my. Uh, uh, co-hosts, uh, you know, really appreciate it. Um, but uh, anybody have any? I know people have questions for Joe. Joe, Steve from Arizona. Uh, I really, I really enjoyed uh, speaking with you tonight. Um, got a lot of information I didn't know about you. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you very much, Joe. Thank you. Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity. I got to thank you guys for that. Well, I just, I just want to say uh, it's Mike Zolo, not Zulu, not your guy doing yeah, the investigation. Right. <laughs> but uh, I've always been a fan of yours, and thank you for supporting President Trump when other people refuse to that are on our side. And it was an honor to speak to you. I still can't believe I'm speaking to you right now. It's crazy. Okay. But uh, we support you, and good luck, man. We have your back. Thank you very much. Gianni, you there? Yes, I'm still here. You, uh, you uh, have any? Uh, obviously, you have stuff to say to, to Joe. You want to ask him a few things? Uh yeah. I mean, just it's just that it's just about keeping the movement alive, you know. And, and that's really my one of my most movements, you know, because like I said, living in liberal, it's very hard. You know, I was at NYU, which is a very uh, liberal university, especially with the teacher, and it's like. Time after time after time again, you get sick and tired of hearing it, you know. But like you said, you gotta gotta keep fighting, you know. And it's just, uh, I'm excited and uh, I really uh, enjoyed speaking speaking to uh, Sheriff Joe Pio, and I just love that he gave me the advice, you know, to, you know, to keep fighting and things of that nature. And uh, I, that's all I really had to say. Like he really answered the question that I really uh, was uh, excited to ask. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And Joe, uh, you know, I will, uh, I will definitely be in contact with you, Joe. 
Um, and I want you back on the show. I'd love to have you back okay. on soon as well. Anytime. All righty, Joe. Okay. Um, you have a gr- you have a great night. Uh, God bless you. Thank you so much. And uh, we will talk soon for sure. All right. Thank you. Signing off, right? Yep. Uh, yep. Take care, Joe. I am. Thank okay. you, Joe. Alrighty. Good night. Thank, Thank you. Good night. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Woo. Awesome. Wow. Amazing. The last that was incredible. Are. That's incredible. I man. can't believe I just spoke to Sheriff Joe. Holy shit. Me too. I'm sitting like, what? <laughs> My ball. Wow. No, nah, he's a great guy, man. He, he's awesome. Yeah, very humble, but you can hear the strength behind his voice, too, which is great. Well, they kind of treat him like they treat Trump. You know, they all hate him because he's very strong on borders, strong on illegal immigration. And Law they and see order, that as a threat. Law and That's order. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He gets treated the same way as Trump, and that only means he's doing the right thing, in my view. So. Exactly. Hey, sorry, really guys. Nice. Sorry, guys. I got this. I got disconnected for a second. Did you guys lose me for a sec? No, yeah. It's okay. We, yeah. we had it going. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's really nice. It's really nice to have Joe on this platform, uh, where we don't got people like protesters uh, yelling and screaming and disrupting and interrupting him. Uh, what what a blessing it was to have him on this platform to, to talk to him. Uh, about Trump and immigration and everything. What an amazing show tonight, Roy. Really exciting. It was so good. It was. It was. We got to talk to him for over an hour. I mean, we got a lot of his time. And, you know, he's uh, him and I are going to be, uh, you know, him and I are personally personal friends. So, you know, uh, I'm going to be helping him as much as I can. And, you know, like he said, he'll come on the show whenever we want him to. So that's a huge blessing right there. He reminds me of Trump in so many ways, how, like, so many ways, so many ways, like, he's just so strong on the same issues that Trump is, and he's just treated just as viciously by the media and by the left. So, like I just said, that just means he's doing the right thing. And it's just he just like embodies Trump, like, you know, he might be a little older or whatever, but he he seems just like Trump, a fighter, a winner, doesn't doesn't take no bullshit. And uh, is not politically correct, which is always a good thing. Yeah, it was, um, you know, I'll I'll tell you, that was a great, great uh, interview. I really enjoyed how, I really enjoyed uh, how he's calm and collected. And and I think it's Mm -hmm. really important for your listeners to, to hear straight from the horse's mouth that he's not going to run a dirty campaign. You know, unless they hit him really hard, he's, he's not going to be that guy. That says a lot about him. It says a lot about his integrity. And he's yep. being attacked viciously, and he still says he's not going to run a dirty campaign, which is really noble. Hey, you guys, Love I'm going to run I'm gonna run a quick one-minute uh, commercial. Bear with me. All righty. Hello, everybody. This is Rory Sodder from the Rory Sodder Show. I would like to introduce to you my company, MakingChristianityGreatAgain.com. 
Again, that's makingchristianitygreatagain.com. It's dedicated to President Donald J. Trump and all of us, all of his fellow Christian supporters. President Donald J. Trump has officially restored the Christian faith and has given it back to the American people. We've never had any president in the history of politics give as much praise and love to Christianity the way President Donald J. Trump has. Traditional and signature values have never been more stronger and effective until now. We are, all, we are all highly grateful and fortunate that God blessed us with the profound presence and holiness of President Donald J. Trump. Let us, let us all continue to pray for the freedom, safety, and security of President Donald J. Trump. God is good. And please remember, we have many deals on the website. We have many customized, creative, and very unique uh, religious-oriented uh, Trump uh, uh, shirts and merchandise. Uh, I am sure you guys are all going to love it. Um, and uh, check it out. Yeah, and let, let me know your thoughts. Uh, I've been getting a lot of people buying shirts, and they're uh, enjoying it. And what the, uh, what the you know, brand stands for, what it represents. It's really a beautiful thing. It's a great time to be alive, folks. Uh, God bless all of you, and uh, God bless America. Hello, everybody. This is Rory Sodder from the Rory Sodder Show. Be sure to visit thedonaldjtrumpstore.com. Again, that's thedonaldjtrumpstore.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your fancy, customized, and creative Trump apparel and merchandise. You won't find these products anywhere else. Best part of all is that the products are all built right here in the USA. Um, be sure to type in promo code MTGA for 15% off your first order. Um, God bless you. God bless America. Cheers, everybody. All righty, boys. I'm back. Nice. So, yeah, what a Very show nice. tonight, though, man. What a show. This was surreal. It was, hey, yeah. Uh, like I said, I I just I'm kind of speechless because I just spoke to Sheriff Joe. So I mean, like I don't know. It's 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 pretty amazing, and he's a he's a great person, and he's a good guy. So I, I don't know, man. I just the way he gets treated, it just it's just amazing to me because when you speak to him, and like Steve said before, no one's interrupting him and shouting him down that he's a racist. I mean, he's just right. a noble, you know, he's just a humble guy. And he's like, you know, he's, he's strong on immigration. He's strong on, on the second amendment. He's strong on the borders. He's pretty much just a patriot, you know, who served law enforcement his whole life. And it was really awesome to have him on the show, man. He's, he's, he's just, he's just amazing. And I can't believe I spoke to him. It's, it's kind of like blowing my mind right now. I think the one thing that I've noticed and, and that was indicated in his demeanor tonight that I uh, correlate with Trump's demeanor is that the similarities in just being down to earth, just simple down to earth Americans. Genuine. Uh, we've been just genuine down to earth, speaking the speaking the lingo that true American, hardworking, taxpayer, the forgotten men and women of America. We've been waiting for these people. We're sick of being we're sick of being patronized by politicians and their agenda driven propaganda. It's so it's so it's so nice. It's 
so it's refreshing to be able to listen to some down-to-earth, non-political-orientated Americans uh, speak to us. I love it. It's amazing. Right on. It really is. It truly is. Um, yeah, it's uh, Gianni. What, what do you What do you think, man? Uh, I think it was just I, I like you know I kind of agree with uh, Mike Zolo. It's just like when you know when I'm on the phone, you know, I, like I'm saying things, but at the same time, you know, I'm kind of like, dude, I'm really speaking to this guy, and it was just <laughs> yeah. the point that, that he has so much similarity. That's why I said like it's like just like President Trump, it's like he's very humbled. But at the same time, if you attack him, he'll attack you back. And right. if he needs to tell the truth, when it needs to be told, he's going to tell it whether you like it or not, which is what I like. And I like that, you know, not only does he attack, you know, Democrats who are nut jobs anyway, he also attacks, you know, the rhinos, of, rhino Republicans, you know. So he's, you know, just a, he's not anti-Democrat and for Republican and all this. He's just anti-establishment. He wants the best for America, which I believe that uh, Trump is, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. There's no doubt about it. It's, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it was, I mean, I'm still, uh, it's just like, wow. I mean, it, it was just so, it was so great. I mean, we, we got to talk to the guy, to the guy for over an hour. He'll be coming on the show, you know, anytime he said he's so happy to come on. I mean, he loved coming on. It, it's, it's awesome. And it was, you know, we really, we, you know, I, we really did give, uh, you know, a good interview. We asked him about a lot of things that, you know, about, uh, about his great history, his patriotic resume. I mean, there's, there's nothing the guy hasn't done. I mean, he's, he's, uh, it's quite amazing. And, and you know, uh, you know, you know what else says a lot about him is, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I picked up on it. You notice when, uh, we thanked him for the things he was doing, all of us, yeah. every yeah. time, he thanked us back. He thanked Roy yeah. for getting yeah. it out. He thanked Mike for what he's doing. He thanked Fighters for Trump for supporting. Yep. And he gave us back and thanked us for what we're doing and supporting. I really like that about it. It says a lot about oh, that's his character. a good point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. Um, and we're going to have him back on the show uh, very soon. Um and yeah, he's a workhorse, just like so, Trump. I'll tell you that. Oh, he is, with, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, he, um, you know, is, 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 I mean, it's the same sort of mindset. It's the same sort of demeanor as Trump. It's the same sort of authenticity. It's the same sort of, um, you know, it just it's the it's just, I mean they're so similar. It's awesome. It really He's is. He's a winner. He's a winner, just like Trump, a fighter, doesn't give up. That that's that's the, the, the very embodiment of Donald Trump. Doesn't give up, will fight you tooth and nail until he wins and he doesn't accept yep. defeat. You know? That's that, true. That's exactly so listen, how guys. it was. Hey, so listen, I've got a I've got a, one of the other candidates that's running, Kelly Ward. Uh, I like her a lot. I think we should give her an opportunity to come on the show as well. Would that be okay with everyone? I think we should Absolutely. Uh, do, this, do the mm-hmm. same thing, you know, to ask her questions and, 
and I think we need to see what Kelly has to say. I think that would be definitely. Not, not do yeah. I only think that would be fair, but I think that would be a really great show too. You know. Oh, I, I've, yeah, been she's wanting, very I've been wanting to have her on. Absolutely. Yeah, that I've been be wanting awesome. to have her on. So I talked with her yesterday, and uh, I also helped campaign with her last Friday as well. I was with her working on her team with uh, Sebastian Gorka, her husband, yeah. her campaign director, Sean Dow. Everyone was there. It was a great event. Standing room only. Um, right. And, you know, I talked with her yesterday, Rory, about your show. And uh, she's yeah. excited. She said thank you for the radio opportunity. And she gave me her contact for the people to get that set up. So I will go ahead and take care of that. And we'll get her scheduled, okay? Per- perfect. That sounds good. And, you guys, I wanna, what I want to do, uh, there are some topics I want to discuss. We have about 15 minutes, so... But there are some things I want to bring up real quick that obviously is going on today. We already talked about President Trump, you know, having armed, armed military at, this, at the border. We already discussed that. Um, did you guys hear about the uh, YouTube headquarters shooting in California today? Yes, yeah, of course. I have a new update about that, actually. Gianni, share with you know, us, please. Yeah, so the woman was named Nassim Ogdom, and there's pictures coming out of her with a hijab on. Right, there we go. Great. Here it is. Islam. Here we go. Yeah, and there we go. So it's like, you know, I'm looking online. You know, I just a friend had just texted me. I was like, yo, look at the new news. And then, you know, I'm looking up, and it's just sources of her talking about, like, she was – you know, this huge activist, and she was talking about this. YouTube deleted all of her videos. They had videos of her saying that we need to destroy uh, toxic family values and things in that nature. So I'm sitting here, and I'm like, whoa, like, this is huge. And I wonder what the fake news media is going to have to say about this or try to cover it up or just not cover it at all. Well, yeah, well... Speaking of the speaking of the fake news media, uh, there was a new poll co- that came out today from uh, Mon- Monument, which is a, which is a very popular Monument, which is a very university polling, which is very popular and they're known. Seventy-four uh, percent of Americans uh, believe uh, the establishment mainstream media is fake news. Seventy-four percent believe it's fake news. So people are waking up. I mean, that's a huge. Um, that's huge. Well, that just where are these other twenty six percent living under a fucking rock? (laughs) Most likely, most likely. Well, Rory, if if it was seventy four percent, okay, that really means it was mm, let's say ninety four. Because yeah, like yeah, exactly. The polls are skewed. Right. I mean, there's no the way it's only I, I, 74. I mean, 74 is good, but there, it's definitely higher than 74. Just Fake like we news. talked so about yesterday, uh, Trump's approval rating being at 50%, which really means it's at 60%. Exactly, exactly. Right. I mean, CNN had a poll that Trump was at like 44%. Okay, so if CNN, you know, the worst, the most anti-Trump network on the face of the earth, has Donald Trump MSNBC. at a 40 
yeah, has him at a 43% approval rating. He is near 60%. I mean, it, there's no way. I mean, look, CNN is the most biased anti-Trump network as well as MSNBC. To have him at 43%, you better believe Trump is over 60%. I mean, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Without, without no doubt. a doubt. Absolutely. Without and, a doubt. Um, oh, yeah, with that, with, there's, no, there's no doubt about it. And now, you know, there's, there's, more, there's more Democrats coming out uh, recommending their repealing of the Second Amendment. And I'm just praying they're that stupid to run on that in the midterms. You can guarantee do it. a red – Do it. You can guarantee – Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> If they're that and bring stupid, out Biden like, and bring out Pocahontas and bring out Hillary and keep crazy Nancy Bernie. Pelosi talking. Do it. Do it all. <laughs> I, Do, I love it. Oh my bring God. Out crazy Can you imagine? And bring in Max, you yeah, imagine? Bring Maxine Waters out too. <laughs> oh, Mad Max. Max. Low IQ Max. Mad Max going, Pocahontas, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> Swamp creature. And, and, bring, and bring creepy Joe. Don't forget, yeah, bring creepy Joe out too. Pedophile Joe. <laughs> Pedophile Joe. What about Hillary? Come on, she really, she really. People listen to her. No, no pedophile God. Joe. Pedophile Joe Biden. Pedophile Joe Biden is 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 uh, he he needs to go away. Pedophile Joe Biden. Yeah, that guy's hey. got so much video of him touching little girls inappropriately. Oh, could you imagine the onslaught? Oh, it's disturbing. Yeah. Those videos are it's absolutely disturbing. disturbing. It's not yeah. like one or oh, two yeah. girls. It's like twenty, it's not thirty one or two. girls. It's, it's like a, it's like over a dozen. It's it's sick, is what it is. And, and, the, sick. and, and, and the now we have now like, we in the now we have more ahead. cities in. Now we have more cities in California uh, joining the fight against illegal immigration. Huntington Beach, for, first it was uh, uh, Orange County. Now Huntington Beach is going after it. Uh, and, and I love how California is fighting back. It's awesome. It's about time, man. I mean, look, I mean, at the end of the day, obviously people on our side have already felt this way with illegal immigration. But middle Americans, people who may not be, you know, as They're involved in politics, exactly. People They're who may not be involved politically as we are, they're tired of it, man. They're mm-hmm. tired of seeing illegal aliens being put on a pedestal and homeless Americans overdosing, you know, suburban Americans overdosing. They're tired, okay? Everyone is tired except the left of illegal aliens being put in front of the American citizen. It's just a matter of time before everybody is up in arms um, you know, get trying to get rid of these sanctuary cities and a hold on illegal immigration. Yep. Oh yeah. Hey, you no guys, doubt. you guys familiar with some of our uh, patriots out in California? I know several of them. Harim Uzil, you know, we, Will Johnson, that's been a, a guest on the program. You know, there's a right, lot yeah. of people in California that are that are sick of it too, and and they're creating a movement out there that's getting pretty damn strong. So, yeah, it's rising. It's rising. And here's another thing, though. Um, I want to mention today, uh, no, as, no, on Monday, uh, Amazon.com uh, experienced their largest single-day point loss ever 
in, in history and closed uh, way below. Um, it, it, they took a $260 billion, with a B, hit. They lost $260 billion after Trump wow. said that he, he, he was going after them because of their lack of paying taxes and Bezos for years. He owns the Washington Post, and he's been uh, avoiding the taxes with his Amazon for many years. But, you know, loopholes, more like loopholes, but doing some shady stuff, and it's it's dirty. They pay little to no taxes, Amazon. But it's about time. It's about time they're free riders. Bezos is a rat. He's a dirty rat. Absolutely. He He owns the Washington Post, okay? And all that is is left-wing propaganda. But it's about time that Amazon gets called out. And by the way, you know, Trump's not talking about the good people that work there. He's talking about the higher-ups and Jeff Bezos. He's talking about the global globalist elites. He's, you know, he's not attacking the, you know, the Amazon worker who works in a factory, okay? He's talking about Jeff Bezos, the globalist, and how he's been given a free ride. You know, the guy makes billions and billions of dollars, yet his company barely pays any taxes. I mean, so, you know, Trump is going forward attacking that, and he's, he's right to do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 100%, 100%, without a doubt. Um, what I'm wondering, um, so we got about two minutes left. So, but, you know, I, I think it's great what Trump's doing. I mean, what other president has ever stood up to the, to the biggest company? In, I mean, Amazon is, the, is, is perhaps the biggest company in the world. And, uh, I think you know, it I is mean, just the, it's just the giant brass balls that Trump has. And that he just he'll take on anyone uh, to hold him accountable. You gotta love it. Okay, hey Roy, I wanted to get out before you close up uh, for your yep. listeners. Uh, we've yep. got chapters and bikers for Trump in every state now. Uh, if you go yep. on to Facebook and go to Bikers for Trump Trump 2020, uh, you could not only buy merchandise, but you could also find your link to your state's chapter. And you don't have to be a, a biker to be part of our movement. We're a grassroots movement, uh, patriots, patriotic Trump supporters. Bikers for Trump 2020 on Facebook. You'll find your link to your states on that page. Thanks, guys. Perfect. Uh, good talking wow. to you, Steve. Always a pleasure having you on. Um, and uh, we got about a minute left, Steve, so I will uh, let you go. And, uh Steve, we'll have you on the next show. You're a regular. We love you having you on. Uh, and it's always great uh, get, hearing your insight and uh, a lot of great tonight, things. Uh, great show a lot tonight. of great really things to look it. forward Thank to you. as well. Good show tonight. Thanks, Warrior. Good night, guys. See you, Mike. God Good night, Mike. Love you. God Bye. bless. Any, love you. Anything you need to mention, Mike? Uh, yeah, man, just follow me on Twitter at Mike underscore Zolo, Z-O-L-L-O, and go to the DonaldJTrumpStore.com for T-shirts, Trump merchandise, and MakingChristianityGreatAgain.com as well. Perfect. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, and we bro. Will, uh, yeah, thanks, Mike. We'll talk to you on the next show. Thank you for your regular. We love having you. Thanks for your insight, bud. We love you. Love you too, bro. Later. All right, man. Bye. Gianni, got anything to Bye. say? Um, that's pretty much uh, it. Uh, just follow me on uh, Facebook, Gianni 
uh, Dash Rodriguez Paris and uh, with a Z, Rodriguez uh-huh. with a Z and Paris, two R's. And, uh, you know, send me a friend request and uh, we can talk. Message me and uh, we can talk about politics, anything you want. I'm also a okay. director uh, and a filmmaker, so just yep. stay in tune with me there too. All right. All righty. Much love, man. All right. Bye. All righty. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm Rory Sauter. I'll see you next time. Cheers. God bless. Much love.